Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name's Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. We go to the hotline and bring on Guy Relford, host of the Gun Guy Show, Second Amendment attorney, licensed firearms instructor. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great, and thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest. And PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. First of all, thanks again for calling in uh, impromptu on Friday. We learned about the uh, NRA and uh, Wayne oh, yeah. LaPierre uh, parting ways. We'll get more into that here in just a few minutes. But today, day one of the Indiana General Assembly, a quick a reset of any two A issues that are being discussed right now. Yeah, I mean, and we've discussed some of the anti two A stuff that's been filed. For instance, uh, the the big one is this bill by Senator Fadi Kadura from Indianapolis that would seek to repeal major portions of the Indiana Firearms Preemption Act that today prohibits local fire or local uh, governments, I should say, from regulating firearms. And he's doing that at the, I think, at the insistence of the Hogsett administration, which wants to put in place all these uh, Second Amendment restrictions that they've put into an ordinance that's contingent on the uh, uh, amending or repealing of the Preemption Act. So, for instance, if this bill by Fadi Kadura would pass, uh, so-called assault weapons would be banned in Marion County. You couldn't buy a rifle or a shotgun unless you're 21 in Marion County. Uh, constitutional carry would be repealed in Marion County. And in fact, uh, all concealed carry of firearms uh, would uh, would be uh, forbidden in, in Marion County. So it's a big deal for a lot of people and any other local government. I guarantee you they'll do this in Bloomington. They'll do it in uh, in Hammond and Gary, uh, probably in Evansville, any number of other cities would would follow suit if uh, this thing were to go through. So, what are the chances of this happening? Like, what's more likely to happen? These bills get passed through the Indiana General Assembly, which is predominantly Republican heavy, or somehow, some way, the Colts play a football game in the playoffs this upcoming weekend. What's more likely to happen, you guy? Know, you know, you know, you know, you stole my punchline, Jason, because as you started into that <laughs> analogy, I was going to say I, I'd compare it to the Colts winning the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> uh, so, no, great minds think alike. I, I think it's dead on arrival, but you know what? I, I want to continue to talk about it because um, it, some people were worried it was going to gain some traction when we had a Republican yeah. candidate for mayor in uh, Marion County really support uh, three of the four same measures. And and he even said, and you'll remember, um, uh, said, oh, well, I'm a Republican, so I think I can go to the General Assembly and get this done. And uh, and, and so I, I don't want to I don't want to presume that it in fact is dead on arrival although it certainly should be and that's what we were talking about early in the show like you know who the democrats are you know what the democrats and the indiana general assembly feel about firearms but there are some wishy-washy republicans you know they're more of a problem 
I think, honestly. Well, they are. And and frankly, we have some Republicans. And we learned this uh, in 2022 uh, when we were fighting for constitutional carry. We have some Republicans um, uh, that that killed constitutional carry for quite some time and, and tried very hard to kill it in 2022 um and 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 we had to essentially go around them and this includes uh, senator liz brown who chairs the judiciary committee we had to basically go around these people even though they were republicans in order to get constitutional carry passed so i i worry about that and uh, that's why i don't take anything for granted uh, because we got some incredibly strong republicans on second amendment rights in indiana but we have some uh, that 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 are either aren't as strong just on that issue, or frankly are really Democrats, but only run as Republicans because in their jurisdictions, in their districts, that's what they have to do to get elected. Guy, I have a really just kind of basic question about concealed carry. So let's yeah. say uh, you know the world tips over and <laughs> they get this bill passed. Like, what is what does that mean? Like concealed carry, like you, you could still carry a gun. You just have to do it on the outside of your clothes now. Well, that's what's so stupid about you know it. Well, I, mean? I mean, there's, there's two, we can't fit in everything that's stupid about this proposal <laughs> in this segment, but, but that's one of the major things that's stupid about it because first of all, they repeal constitutional carry in Marion County. So that means you have to have a license that even though I have a license, that that for generations has allowed me to conceal carry or openly carry a handgun. Now in Marion County, I have to openly carry my handgun, um, and and I have no idea why. I, I I assume that probably means because that way police come come up and detain me and challenge me, and 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 determine whether or not my possession of that firearm is legal. But that's even colossally stupid. Because in 2017, in the case of Penner versus State, the Indiana Supreme Court said it's illegal for a police officer to detain someone just on the fact that they have a handgun in order to investigate whether their possession of that gun is legal. So just this is just done by a bunch of people who are looking for political capital, pandering to their base, that don't understand firearms, don't understand carrying a firearm, and don't even understand existing Indiana law. Chatting with Guy Relford, host of the Gun Guy Show. He's a 2A attorney and firearms instructor here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Guy, we had on a lawyer last week. He is the lead lawyer for a group that is suing the Greenwood Park Mall and their security uh, company for the tragic shooting that took place a couple of years ago. Now, we know that you are the lawyer that represents the hero that day, Eli Dickin. So I'm curious as to your thoughts. What do you think about this lawsuit? Uh, some of the victims trying to sue the Greenwood Park Mall for saying you promised us security and it didn't happen. Yeah, you know, it was interesting. I even saw that lawyer that you had on um, when he uh, uh, he posted on, on Twitter or Rex. Um, about your guys' interview, he he tagged me in, in that post, which I thought was interesting. But um, but listen, um, uh, first of all, I actually pulled the complaint as soon as I heard about the lawsuit. I wanted to read word for word uh, on what was alleged in that complaint. And one thing, at least, that was satisfying to me is that they're very complimentary of my client, Eli Dickin, um, and, and, and recited the truth, which is that he heroically stopped that mass shooting in only 15 seconds as an armed, uh, 
you know, law-abiding private citizen who was legally able to carry his his gun. And so that I, I, I liked that. Um, I think they've got a little bit of a, a tough road to hoe in the sense that they have to say, hey, Greenwood Park Mall was so uh, alert to the possibility of this kind of a thing happening that they had an obligation, had a legal duty to uh, put into in, into place sufficient security measures to prevent it. And and, and, and in doing that, they threw out a, a lot of numbers, a lot of statistics, a lot of that uh, a lot of it coming from gun control groups about the number of mass shootings in America and essentially the prevalence of mass shootings. And and listen, um, we can dispute those numbers all day long, uh, but the the bottom line is that getting killed in a in a mass shooting in, in in the United States of America, even though it seems like they happen all too often, and they certainly do happen too damn often, still the likelihood of being caught up in a mass shooting is infinitesimally small. Um, and and so that that issue of that legal duty based on foreknowledge of the risk um, as you know as a legal issue, I think that's where the case is going to be uh, determined. Uh, but in the process, though, they laid out very clearly that Eli. They even made, made mention of the fact that he stopped the whole shooting only 15 seconds after it started uh, and saved an innumerable number of lives in the process. So I was uh, I was glad that they uh, they accurately reflected that part of what happened in Greenwood Park Mall. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. St. Jude treats children across the country and around the world, regardless of color, creed, or financial capability, because they're committed to love and care for their neighbors. Join me in helping St. Jude give every child with cancer the chance they deserve to survive. Together, we can save more lives. Call now to become a partner in hope. 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. Monday, gun day with Guy Relford. Guy, I want to get your thoughts on the story that happened. I think this was last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. So there's a guy living in his house in Indianapolis. Next thing you know, there's a home invasion taking place. A motley crew of dudes pull up. Some stay in the car, but one guy breaks into the house. He gets in. He takes his gun. The bad guy's got the gun, and he's pistol whipping and beating the homeowner. Well, then the homeowner, he fights back, and they start wrestling. Homeowner takes away the gun of the bad guy, kills him with it, and then goes and gets his own weapon because the bad guys, the posse out on the street, start firing shots in. Next thing you know, he's firing back. The bad guys fled. I mean, to me, this is a story about a good guy with a gun, and I'm surprised well, I mean, I'm not, but it should have been a much bigger story to local media. Oh, yeah. And, you know, all it ended up being was media talking about another shooting in Marion County. Um, and they should have been talking about uh, the the victory of, uh, one, Indiana law, which allows you to defend your home against an unlawful entry or attack, exactly as occurred here, Um and you know, and 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 the victory of this very brave homeowner, um, as well as uh, the fact that that this is a perfect example of the castle doctrine playing out. Um, and, and listen, I, I don't celebrate anybody's death, 
But when bad guys start breaking into your home and or threatening you with a gun and it's only the bad guy that ends up dying, I'm not going to lose a lot of sleep over that. But, uh, but you know, there are, there are a couple of lessons in here, though, and, and I talked to the classes that I teach uh, about this. I just taught one on Saturday on uh, essentially the law of self-defense. And that is that, that after all this unfolded and this guy's taken a human life, um, within hours of that, he's on uh, the television giving an interview uh, and spelling out the details of what he had just gone through. And I'm watching this going, man, brother, you did a, a lot right. But take a breath and and don't be given detailed statements until uh, you've had a chance to calm down. Uh, I would always recommend legal advice in that in in that process and and don't be spilling your guts on television yeah. uh, when you've just been involved in a, a not only a, a self defense shooting but a, a deadly self defense shooting, the use of deadly force. So I I was I, I was shaking my head a little bit, going, man, brother, you did a lot right, but. Shut the hell up! And, and, <laughs> you always tell yeah. your you always tell your clients like if they're ever uh, involved in a self defense shooting, what what do you immediately tell the police? Oh, I I, have, I just taught this class on Saturday, and I've got a whole big slide that that has one quote on it. It says, "Officer, I'd be glad to cooperate fully and give you a detailed statement after I've had a chance to calm down and my attorney is mm. present." Which is and, fancy talk for shut the hell up, right? Sir, shut the hell up. That's exactly right. And because um, and, and, listen, and it's not just you're trying to hide it, anything. It's not that at all. Um, it's the fact that right after yeah. being involved in that situation, your adrenaline's through the roof. Your emotions are through the roof. The roof. I mean, even on this guy, uh, in his interview that I saw. Um, he starts breaking down crying in the middle of the thing and, and, and it could be, you know, he's remorseful that he had to take a human life. And, and that's just the way this always plays out. And you know, when you're going through those emotions and you have all that adrenaline in you, you, you in all likelihood are going to say something stupid. And that doesn't mean you committed a crime. It doesn't mean you're, you're lying. It just means that your emotions and your adrenaline, your, your, your not only psychological, but physiological effects to a stressful environment are going to lead you to say stuff. That's probably not accurate. Is that going to put you in prison? Uh, probably not. But but why go through that? Why put yourself at that risk? Just shut the hell up. And and, and keep in mind, police officers are told it's standard operating procedure in virtually every department that I've talked to, and I've talked to all across the state that it's standard operating procedure for a police officer, and this is their standing order they receive. If you shoot somebody as a police officer, do you know when you give a statement and, and spell out in detail what happened after you've gone through sleep, three sleep cycles? That means you've slept three times. Oh, wow. If you're, on, if you're on third shift, okay. You know, you've slept three times. Then when the, with your attorney present and FOP representation present, that's when you give a detailed statement. And listen, there's a reason police have that policy is because it's smart, because it gives you a chance to calm down and consult with legal counsel and then go into detail about what just happened to you. There's nothing wrong with a private citizen. In fact, there's everything smart about a private citizen handling it exactly the same way. So what I've learned from this conversation is you should not – go full Samuel L. Jackson and say, yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. That's, that's probably frowned upon. You know, uh, well, listen, I've, I've had that case. I've had that case. I had, I had, I had one, and I, I won't name any names, but, but the recording of the 911 call 
this was at a business where there had been a shooting and uh, the bad guy was dead and an and a employee of the business was wounded. And um, another employee called uh, 911. And, and the, the guy who called 911 is actually very, uh, is, 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 is very professional and says, yes, we've had a shooting at such and such a business. And we have the suspect down. We believe he's dead. And we have an employee who's wounded. And I need to clean this up for radio, but in the background, after the guy Colin said that, in the background you hear, hell yeah, that mother <laughs> is dead. I killed his blanking oh, ass. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, that'll get you. Guy, if anybody wants to continue this conversation or reach out to you for your services, where can they go? You know, contact me through Twitter, man. I'm trying to build my following on Twitter. I'm at Guy Relford on Twitter. Guy, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.